Greetings from the Pumpkin Patch and welcome Halloweeniacs to the Jack-O-Lantern Press podcast on the Weird Network where we discuss monsters and Halloween. My name is Michael Piccarella. And my name is Tom Piccarella. It's Monster Monday when Tom and I briefly profile a monster of the week. This Monday's monster, the Boogeyman. Well, 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 what have we here? Santa Claus, huh? I'm really scared, so you're the one everybody's talking about. (laughs) You're joking. Happy October, everyone. That music, of course, is Oogie Boogie's song from 1993's The Nightmare Before Christmas. And uh, yeah, this episode's on the Boogeyman, which comes in many different forms. Uh, We'll get into that when we talk about the history of the Boogeyman. But uh, yeah, any initial thoughts, Tom, about the Boogeyman before we we get into it? Nope, I I do. Well, actually, yes. I do want to say that this monster is the first monster of October that we're going to be talking about, which the ones that we will be talking about this month are a little bit more pinnacle-type, iconic sort of monsters towards uh, Halloween. And, I mean... What better than to throw the boogie monster in there? Because obviously, he's a huge monster. So I'm kind of excited. Yeah, the boogeyman. All right, cool. Well, without further ado, let's dig in. Ashes to ashes and dust to dust. Oh, I'm feeling weak with hunger. One more roll of the dice ought to do it. <laughs> what? Snake eyes? Good! Eleven! <laughs> Looks like I won the jackpot! So, before I do the history for the Boogeyman, I wanted to read a poem from a Jack Perletsky poetry book from 1976 called Nightmares, Poems to Trouble Your Sleep. And this book, it does a poem for a bunch of different monsters, including... Uh, Let's go to the table of contents here. In this book, there's two books. There's another one that has some more. But this one has the haunted house, the boogeyman, the vampire, the troll, the witch, the ogre, the werewolf, and some others. But I'm going to read the poem for the boogeyman uh, just to get us into the right mood. Here we go. The boogeyman. In the desolate depths of a perilous place, the boogeyman lurks with a snarl on his face. Never dare, never dare to approach his dark lair, for he's waiting, just waiting, to get you. He skulks in the shadows, relentless and wild, in his search for a tender, delectable child. With his steely sharp claws and his slavering jaws, oh, he's waiting, just waiting, to get you. Many have entered his dreary domain, but not even one has been heard from again. They no doubt made a feast for the butchering beast, and he's waiting, just waiting, to get you. In that sulfurous, sunless, and sinister place, he'll crumble your bones in his bogey embrace. Bogey embrace, probably. Never, never go near if you hold your life dear, for oh, what he'll do when he gets you. So, I thought that set the tone. (laughs) Anyway... (laughs) So I love his his writing anyways. He's he he he's the best. So Yeah. 
And if you haven't gotten that book, Tom, you got to get that one. It's that one, and then there's The Headless Horseman Rides Again, More Poems to Trouble Your Sleep. I think it's Headless Horseman Rides Again, something like that. In any event, um, okay, so history of the boogeyman. According to Wikipedia, the boogeyman is a type of mythical creature used by adults to frighten children into good behavior. Uh, the word boogie... And that's B-O-G-E-Y, although sometimes I guess it's spelled differently. Sometimes it could be B-O-O-G-I-E. There's different different uh, spellings, but I think boogeyman, B-O-G-E-Y-M-A-N is the, the normal spelling. But anyway, the word boogie is believed to be derived from the Middle English bogey, B-O-G-G-E, or boogie, B-U-G-G-E. Uh, which means something frightening or scarecrow. Now, the boogeyman has no specific appearance, um, and conceptions vary drastically by household and by culture, but is most commonly depicted as a masculine monster that punishes children for misbehavior. So that's the key. You know, these the boogeyman is kind of stories about some sort of monster um, that will do something to kids if they go into dark woods or if they misbehave or, you know, if they do something they're not supposed to do. That's kind of, you know, the idea of, of this monster. And, yeah, all these different cultures have it or, you know, maybe even families have their own boogeyman that they, they tell, you know, their kids. You know, I think for us it was the Larry monster when we went camping you know, which we oh, brought yeah. up many times before, you know, it was like, you know, our dad said, you know, if, if you go to the bathroom at night when we're camping, you know, there's the Larry monster. So then we tended not to go to the bathroom at night because we didn't want to run into that boogeyman. So, um, yeah, that's the boogeyman. It, and it has appeared in many different types of popular culture in the movie Halloween, the 1978 movie. Uh, Michael Myers is considered the boogeyman. And then, of course, in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, the boogeyman is Oogie Boogie, um, which we could talk about a little more. But that's, yeah, that's what I have for the history for the boogeyman. Yeah, so to go uh, directly into the powers and abilities, I went to a, I, well, it's another fandom site. And it was interesting because there are different, there's so many different variations of the boogeyman based off of movies and then comic books, and then other things that I, I just kind of went into uh, this one section within fandom called vsbattles.fandom.com, and that's V as in Victor, S as in Sam, battles.com. And it was kind of neat because they had a tier, like a, a triangle of different tiers of, of uh, I, I want to say, creatures or monsters and then they put them on the different tier levels i'll let other people dig into that later but just to kind of go through um the origin obviously the boogie monster at least for for this particular article came from a film series uh they're saying that his gender obviously is unknown but presumably male because uh, I don't actually think I've ever really seen any sort of like female form boogeyman, and obviously you know what's saying boogeyman, it's called boogeyman, but I don't know if that's yeah. <laughs> referencing a man. Um, yeah. It might be saying a man like in general. I'm I'm not a hundred percent on that. It says its age is unknown, but at least 111 based off of the third film that they came out with. 
Its classification is super. It's a supernatural entity. It has superhuman physical uh, characteristics. It does dimensional travel, portal creation, magic, of course, teleportation, uh, possession, air manipulation, water manipulation, technology manipulation. It can fly. It can shapeshift. It can come in different illusions. It has immortality, clairvoyance, invisibility, blood manipulation, summoning, telekinesis, and it's non-corporeal. Now, the interesting part about this is obviously this is based off of pure fear. So the fear of somebody, I think, drives the boogeyman into doing other things. But what what I've also been reading in other articles is that it takes on some form, like some object, like it manifests an object, and then going into like some of its weaknesses is that if you could destroy the object that he manifests in, then you destroy the boogeyman. Or if you just come become, uh, you know, um, I guess no longer fearing whatever it is that he's coming at you with. You're kind of destroying him in a way, uh, if you want to look at it that way. Um, His stamina is infinite. His range is planetary. And he always comes through closets, which I thought was kind of funny on how they they put that. And his intelligence is extremely high. Uh, So obviously, like I said, weaknesses, as long as you could whatever destroy the object that he's manifesting... Or if you somehow just or don't fear him anymore, he goes away and he becomes nothing anymore. Uh, yeah, so I think that's definitely that... if you don't fear him anymore, because that's kind of the point of the creation is, you know, whoever creates it. And that's the thing, like his powers and abilities can change based on who's telling the story. But yeah, if the person who's listening to the story does not fear the boogeyman, then that probably that boogeyman ceases to exist. Right. Kinda, right. Yeah. I mean, and that, that's, that's basically in all of these articles. I mean, you could see all of his, his powers that he has, but I mean, honestly, if, if you don't fear him anymore, then he kind of just goes away. He, he's not doing anything. And, and that would be rough because somebody, there's always people who have some kind of fear, uh, instilled somewhere, uh, that he, he, once he figures that out, um, that's where he comes and hits the hardest. So, uh, yeah. But to move on, I found a Boogeyman comic book on mycomicshop.com. And apparently these came out in like uh, 1998. That was the first issue of Boogeyman. And then they came out with, I think, three three more. So there's four total all within you know the same sort of time period. Uh, but they were the cover price was two dollars and ninety five cents. Some of them were a little bit cheaper, but there's four of these oh, boogeyman yeah. comic books. I think they're kind of. This is neat. this is the guy that did uh, did Gru, and he did a lot of I believe Mad Magazine stuff. Sergio, I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Aragonis. Yeah, and his artwork is is huh. really neat. So I I kind of like kind of like what what he does yeah he always has um, and, cool humor so this that's <clears throat> definitely be something to check out yeah so we'll throw that in the in the show notes uh with the comic book the next thing i wanted to, to kind of jump into is video games 
and I found two pretty cool video games that are currently out right now that you can get on Steam, and we'll put those links in the show notes as well. They came out with a Boogeyman 1 and a Boogeyman 2, obviously the second one being a little bit better with graphics, and I'm sure that they fixed a lot of stuff. These are VR games that are meant for anybody that can play, or any headset that can play Steam VR games. They're pretty scary. I'm not going to lie, uh, If there's a lot of jump scares and, and tension build up in these, but check them out if you have a headset. If you don't have a headset, there's a Kickstarter that is about to start, and this looks pretty neat. I think it's similar to the Friday the 13th game, where it's a group of kids that are... They get, they get released, they go out, they're looking for a whole bunch of of um, items to survive to kill the boogeyman and the boogeyman uh, is coming after you so somebody gets to play the boogeyman and then somebody the other people get to play the the, the kids that are trying to stay away from the boogeyman uh, and he's coming after you and it's all in like houses and you're gathering the materials I have no idea when this is supposed to come out like I said it's on a kickstarter right now but it looks to be that they're going to come out with it on the PlayStation, the Xbox, on the PC, through Steam. And uh, check out this website. I think it's pretty neat. They got a cool uh, a cool trailer. It's by a company called Dark Fairy cool. Tales. And uh, yeah, it's pretty neat. It says, choose your own path to win the game. Uh, there's the farm, the bunker, and the signal tower. It, it just looks... I think it looks pretty cool, so um, definitely check it out. Check those guys out. I think they're they're uh, making something that I think a lot of people will end up playing. Plus, it's probably just gonna be scary, uh, and it's not a VR game. It's a it's a regular game that you would play on your computer, or, like I said, on the Xbox or PlayStation. Uh, the next thing I wanted to bring up was I found a Boogeyman mask, and it's That's on HalloweenCostumes.com, cool. and that it's pretty freaky. That guy is really cool. <laughs> It's 50 pretty bucks. freaky. So it it's, is it's 50 bucks, freaky. But, dude, if that thing came out of me, I'm considering on buying this mask because uh, that thing is freaky. I, I'm not going to lie. That thing is it's, super creepy. Like, it's, simp- it's a simple mask, and there's something, ex- you know, it's just, like, super simplistic, but that thing is creepy. If that thing, yeah, if that thing jumped out at me... <laughs> you'd be freaked out. The eyeballs and, like, the plainness of the face. Uh, yeah, that's that thing's cool. Yep. So, and that's what I have uh, for items, comic books, video games, and powers and abilities. Nice. Well, for movies, I put Halloween, the original, 1978, because, like I was saying in the beginning, Michael Myers, they did call the boogeyman. Um, There's a movie that came out in 1980 called The Boogeyman, B-O-O-G-E-Y-M-A-N, they spell it. In 1982, another movie called The Boogeyman, spelt the exact same way. It was from uh, Stephen King's Night Shift collection. Uh, I like the tagline. It says, be careful, you may never open a closet again. Um, Then in 1993, (laughs) you have... That's neat. Right? Uh, In 1993, you have The Nightmare Before Christmas with Oogie Boogie. Um, in uh, 1999, there's a family movie called Don't Look Under the Bed. I have not seen this or even watched the trailer, but it looked kind of cool. I'm gonna. It looks like something I'll check it. I'll check out, but it seems like a family-friendly movie. 
Um, then we, we're back to uh, the, a movie called Boogeyman, this time 2005. And they loved that one so much, they did a Boogeyman 2 in 2007 and a Boogeyman 3 in 2008. And then, of course, uh, one of our favorites, uh, there's Rise of the Guardians that came out in 2012 with Pitch Black being yeah. uh, the Boogeyman. Uh, so that it, there's a lot of cool stuff about that movie, and you know it goes it goes back to what we were talking about as far as you know the boogeyman's powers and all that. It really has to do with your imagination, and if you think the boogeyman is real, if you have fears, and you know basically your thoughts manifest the boogeyman. And so that movie and the books as well, the Guardians books, uh, really capitalize on that on that idea and worth checking out. Um, if you're in Transylvania and you're looking for the boogeyman, go to Transylvania Hills, the suburbs of the monster universe. I was going through our book, Tom. We actually never mentioned once the boogeyman. We did not, but I'm kind of shocked res- on that. Me too. I'm super shocked. Um, but anyway, he does exist in Transylvania Hills um, he's practicing terror on little monsters with ghoulish delight in preparation for uh, when he goes to the human world to terrorize for real. Uh, but there's more than one boogeyman. There's all sorts of different boogeyman, um, unless if it is just one that manifests itself into different things based on uh, your imagination. So, yeah. All right, uh, trick-or-treat bag. Uh, This is where Tom and I dig into our trick-or-treat bags, and we come up with something that we've been checking out in this last week. Um, Tom, what do you have in your your trick-or-treat bag? Something cool you've been checking out this last week. Yeah, so uh, this week, I will say that uh, there's a game that's coming out. It's not a horror game. Uh, It's a Star Wars. It's called Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, it's both a regular game and a it will be a VR game as well. And so as I was searching through different, uh, it's called Star Wars Squadrons. It releases on uh, it will it, it it released on October second um, by Electronic Arts, and uh, developer was Motive Studios. But when I was searching for things, it was kind of funny because. I went on to Amazon and I was looking up some different Star Wars stuff. And sure enough, probably because I look up tons of Halloween stuff on Amazon, I found this Star Wars trick-or-treat Halloween t-shirt. And, oh, that's <laughs> and cool. It, it has you know Darth Vader and Leia and Boba Fett and Yoda and, and Chewbacca on the... Uh, on the front, and there's a a orange moon in the back with a tree. And well, it, it if you just... look at that moon, though, it's really the Death Star. Because oh, if orange, you look at that little, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and the moon is in the top by the tree. But yeah, it's fu- well, it's a fun. That t-shirt. looks like that little circle in the Death Star. So it it comes off as the moon, but if you look at it carefully, oh, it's yeah. like the Death Star. I didn't, even, I didn't even notice that. But yeah, now that you say that, yeah, that could be. The Death Star. <laughs> yeah, and I love how they have neat. a they have a little jack o' lantern bucket for their treats. <laughs> yep. So I, I just thought it was kind of fun. Uh, I ended up 
seeing that while I was searching for other stuff. It's funny on how this stuff just pops up, but the t-shirt's 20 bucks, and uh, honestly, uh, I, I'm i going to get it. So um, if anybody else is interested in it, uh, we'll throw it in the show notes. But yeah, that's that's what I got this, this week. Nice. So digging into my trick-or-treat bag, uh, we were talking with Matt Douglas over at Nightmare 365 about doing an episode on bedtime stories or Halloween stories or spooky stories. And so I went through my collection of books just to kind of see if there were any books that had, um, you know, short spooky stories. And there's a book that that I got a few years back called Frightmares, a creepy collection of scary stories by Michael Dahl. And it has some cool illustrations. They're short little stories, maybe a little bit longer than the collection of books. Um, uh, what were those called? Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. A little bit longer than those, but they have cool little twist endings and things like that. So I, I pulled that up and I was sending it to Matt, you know, texting it to him, just saying, hey, check this out. And when I was typing in the title of the book that I have, two other ones popped up. So there's Frightmares 2, More Scary Stories for the Fearless Reader, and Frightmares 3, even more scary stories to read, if you dare. And I do not have those two. I will say the first one. And these these stories are for kids. But, you know, I used to tell, the, I yeah, used to read these neat. stories to Robert. Yeah, when he was little, you know, before he'd go to sleep. And they're just neat little stories with cool little twists. And uh, so I'm looking forward to getting the other two books. Um, I put them on my list and uh, and I'm going to be checking those out. So, uh, so yeah. Check yeah, no, those out. We'll put like the fun. links in the show notes to all three books, and uh, definitely worth uh, worth getting. Like I said, I don't know what the other two, but I'm sure they're I'm sure they're good. But yeah, frightmares. Um, all right, anything Me. else, Tom? Before we call it a night? No, I think I'm done. All right, that's going to do it for this Monster Monday. For more about the Monster Universe and the Monster Revolution that's upon us, go to jackolanternpress.com. You can also call our pumpkin hotline and leave us a message with any questions, suggestions, or your impressions of the show at 323-761-0276. And if you enjoy the show, please give us a rating and a review. It's a big help for the podcast, and we'd greatly appreciate it. So thank you for joining us. Happy October, and we'll meet up again soon in the pumpkin patch. Boogeyman, who's the boogeyman? The boogeyman, the boogeyman, the boogeyman, the boogeyman, the boogeyman.